Canard fans, and welcome to Season 2 of CanardCast, a podcast for Rattan-designed and Rattan-inspired aircraft. Season 2 is produced by David Williford, with technical support by Izzy Briggs. CanardCast is a production of the Canard Owners and Builders Association, and information on how to join will be provided at the end of this CanardCast. Welcome back to CanardCast. I'm Izzy, your host for this episode. Today's guest is new to the Canard community. Evan Winnick is a cautious IFR pilot who bravely negotiates the legendary New York City airspace regularly in IMC conditions. He received his pilot's license in 2005 out of Queen City, Kilo X-Ray Lima Lima. Evan flies 150 hours a year on business as well as making several trips to Florida. He hopes to reduce his flight time to 75 hours a year because his 2006 Thomas Brushaver built Cozy Mark IV is about twice as fast as the Piper Arrow he's been slogging back and forth with for many years. Evan and his wife Miriam call Allenstown, Pennsylvania home, where they raise two children, Tristan and Chelsea. Evan owns a business installing and configuring management systems and controls for industrial buildings. The technical skills required for that work makes him well suited to upgrade the base VFR panels built in his Cozy to a beautiful full Garmin based flight deck. Evan is not entirely new to experimental aircraft. He is the past caretaker for November 30 Zulu Alpha, a Zenair CH2000 Zenith. Evan continues to develop his canard piloting skills and gaining confidence in his new canard, November 40 Tango Delta, based in Queen City, in preparation for the new flying season. Well, we have with us today Mr. Evan Winnick. Good morning. The, uh, pilot extraordinaire and he's uh, the proud new owner of uh, a cozy we're going to talk about that today and uh, tell a few tell us a few stories about his experiences and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what it's like to be a new cozy owner and a new cozy pilot so thanks for coming to the show Evan we appreciate uh, having you today oh my pleasure is he um, so you and I know each other We've worked, uh, we've worked uh, together with these, um, these cozies a bit over the last year and a half. I'm nodding, which you can't see because we're talking, speaking into a microphone. Yeah. Yes, we, yeah. we know each other quite we well at this point. quite well. It's too, too well, I'd say. My Maybe. Son, my son would say we're, we know each other too well. Um, but uh, um, but uh, we did, um, you did a first, we did a, uh, a first ride together. Um, I know that uh, uh, you would uh, send out some feelers onto the forum to get a cozy ride, and I happen to be in the area. Um, Jake Garner, tell us about your first cozy ride. Uh, tell tell us about that day. What do you remember? Well, I um, I would preface it to say that Izzy um, sent me some information on the forum along with a few other people. Everyone was actually super helpful. Um, and he had the opportunity to be nearby, so I flew my arrow, which he likes to call an archer, uh, over to Jay Garner. And um, I had studied the POH a little bit and walked around this little odd-looking airplane with things in the wrong place, the propeller in the back, the tail in the front, um, and really excited about flying it. I've seen pictures of them for years and looked in spruce and maybe I'll buy a kit and start building it, you know, pieces and forms. I didn't really know what was involved. And... Um, it was uh, quite the experience. You were really brave. You bounded off your plane and you were jumping around. You're like, hey, let's go, let's go. I was really excited about it. It was, um, I'm like a kid in a candy store with new toys. So we 
He took off. Uh, he got a lot of fuel. I had to get an airplane that was nose was on the ground. He picked it up while I'm in it because he didn't want it flipping backwards. Um, hopped in and we were off. Uh, first thing I realized was uh, how incredibly fast the thing climbed to 10,000 feet. Uh, my plane on a good day could be eight or 900 feet a minute. This was like over 2,000 feet a minute. We're screaming up to 10,000 feet. And as we're doing it, I'm going, wow, my plane really is not that good a plane. <laughs> uh, he did some mild maneuvers. I actually got the handle to stick a little bit, left and right turn. Um, it was a totally different experience. The visuals were great. The plane flew really stable. It was wild. It was just wild how fast it was for such a small engine and how fun it was to be in it. It was like um, like starting again, really. I uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed taking you up. That was fun. Um, yeah, I think you. Um, I remember the the last call outs as you were heading back into the sunset back to Queen City. Uh, what did I say? <laughs> I, don't I go. Wow. I think I said, "Wow, my airplane sucks." <laughs> Can you say that on the radio? Pretty sure. I don't know. Um, as I'm leaving, which is an interesting story, um, I thought it was really foggy out, and I'm flying home in the fog, and it gets foggier and foggier, and I land, and I realize that I blew a front oil seal, and it was oil all over my windscreen. So it knew that I liked the other plane better. It was telling me something. <laughs> <laughs> that plane I've had. About 12 years, I put about 1,600 hours on that. So I have a lot of time in it. And it was really not the same plane at all as the Cozy. So you mentioned the forum. Um, friendly place to be, yeah. Nice place to go on the forum. Uh, a lot of great information. Um, <laughs> I tend to not ask too many questions uh, because the answers can be um, strong. <laughs> Uh, if you don't know what you're talking about and you ask it the wrong way, people get, um, I think the word is crazy. They throw things in there that, that you really don't need to hear. Um, in general, everyone's super helpful. And within the insults, there's interesting information to help you. But um, they don't really love newbies. Like they, they say they do, but they don't really. They, they want you to know exactly what you're talking about. Interesting story. I bought a... Um, an electric gear for the cozy that I purchased. And I called Jack about some problems I had with it and he wanted nothing to do with me. I didn't know what an F-22 was or distances. And uh, he spoke to me like I'm a builder and I'm like, I'm not a builder. He goes, well, I'm gonna help you, but don't call me too often. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very knowledgeable guy. Uh, I bought other things from him uh, since then and I have a little more education about the aircraft. And he's a little less annoyed at me now, so it's been okay. <laughs> it's a it's a long it's a steep learning curve with these <laughs> aircraft for sure. Um, yeah. So so subsequent to that that um, that you've had the whole gamut now. You've you've done your first cozy flight, rapidly followed by an acquisition process. I don't think it was more than two months before I had one in my hangar. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty fast. We did a couple road trips together. We did. So. Um, so what did you end up with? I uh, bought a Cozy 4 from uh, uh, Tom Brushaver. Um, very nice guy. He built it built it and flew it, and then it sat, and it needed a, needed a little bit of help. So we dragged it home. I put it in my garage in the house. I heated my garage, and I spent uh, six or seven months redoing the electrical and 
did the front gear, went over the aircraft, uh, did quite a bit in the airplane. And actually, Izzy was there helping me, at least telling me what to do. He's in charge. Um, I had a great avionics shop help me um, direction, put me in the right direction for the avionics. And I spent uh, a good part of, I'm going to say, two to 300 hours wiring the airplane up. So it's not, a, it's not for the faint of heart to do it. No. You want to do it right. But you're not new at mechanics. You've been doing, you've been doing mechanical work. On vehicles for a long time. Yeah, I, I started out as a car mechanic for a Toyota, a Nissan. Uh, I moved over to Jaguar, and then um, a few others here and there over the years. And now I'm now I'm not in that business anymore. I'm in the instrumentation business. So I sell uh, metering and repair it and install for uh, HVAC corporations, uh, petrochemical companies. Uh, so. I, I know a lot about instrumentation, and doing the panel is just a smaller version of what I do in the field, but still quite quite a bit of work. Yeah, definitely. I um, <clears throat> I've seen your work; it's quite good. And um, and now that you've you've finished the paneling, you've got a beautiful uh, panel. What kind of instruments do you have in your cozy? It's uh, all Garmin. Uh, I was looking at Dynan and price; they price similarly, but because of my avionics shop with my Arrow. And he was a dealer. He helped me with the background of the equipment. It was easier to install for me than the Dynan. But I think they're both great products. I've seen them both. Um, your um, your uh, experiences with the um, uh, your Arrow have prepared you well for flying IFR. You've got quite a quite a bit of time IFR. What uh, what are your plans with the Cozy when you get to the point where you're comfortable doing cross countries? Well, the, the plan is to go to Florida on a regular basis from Pennsylvania. And it's about a, it's about an eight hour flight with a stop in the arrow. So I'm hoping to reduce that down to maybe five hours. Hope you, it does that. You get the, the jet guys to put a jet in it and you could probably reduce that to three. Yeah, but well, no, cause I'd have to stop four times with yeah, the amount of fuel it uses. That's true, that's true. Um, one stop would be fine. It'd be nice to do it nonstop, but I don't know if I could hold it in that long. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll have to get a relief tube installed. <laughs> My wife won't go for that. <laughs> she won't. No, she's not going for a relief. She tube. won't. Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised she lets me in your house. Um, <laughs> we've got. Um, uh, uh, you know, when we went out and looked at your your cozy uh, the first time, the one you the one you bought from Tom. You know, I thought it was a good, it was a good plans built cozy, excellent plans built cozy. I think you've done uh, some practical um, quality uh, enhancements to it. You know, upgrading the the gear and and some things like that. Um, the um, uh, you want to do some finishing work on it. You were talking about uh, maybe instead of doing a paint job, you're talking about some 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 other kinds of technology maybe wrap maybe wrapping yeah um i think because of how difficult it is to paint the plane by your own not so much doing it but being allowed to do it you can't do it at the airport yeah um i can sand and fill all i want at the airport that's not a big deal but painting is not going to work out i don't think yeah it's it's illegal in a lot of places and it's it's very difficult to contain you know the isocyanates and such that that come from those and anything that's not high hardcore you know quality paint you know won't be as durable as it needs to be for for these planes so cool thing about wrap is you can peel it off and yep put new ones back on yep should be interesting we'll see 
Yeah, I know there's a couple couple folks that did that. I, there's one cozy owner. He he um, had a, he was a high school teacher, I think, or something. He he had his his uh, had a competition in the school, you know, and had the students figure out, you know, put some designs together. And he picked one of the students' designs, and it was a really cool pastel patchwork that that he did out of oh, uh, out of um, some kind of vinyl siding like that. So. So it's pretty neat. Yeah, you can definitely do some things there. As far as um, your um, uh, um, build now, you're you're at a phase where you've done a first flight. So walk us through what you did to prepare for your first flight. The types of types of um, test cards you put together, and then you know, tell us about your first flights and things like that. Um, sure, I did a um, a lot of taxing in that airplane. Uh, mostly because I changed the induction system, and I was concerned the engine was going to give me an issue. So I probably have, I'm going to say, 10 to 12 hours of taxing that airplane at the airport. Uh, some high-speed taxing, just kind of cruising around. Um, I followed test cards best as I could, but when you're thinking about all that's going on, it's hard to follow things word for word. So I did a lot of high-speed taxi tests, and quite frankly, it was a towered airport. And they were really cooperative. It was interesting to see how much they want you to do well. Um, my first actual flight off the ground, it was a little windier than it should have been for me, and I had a little tailwind. And I pulled off the ground, and I'm like, hey, this is a little harder than I thought it was going to be. But um, I did a couple loops around the pattern and landed it. Uh, it takes about, it probably took me about four or five landings before I could actually put it down and not feel like I'm going to break something. Quite frankly, it's um, not the same kind of airplane, uh, but it's fast. I mean, even in pattern, I'm doing 135 knots. So that's pretty good, I think. We'll see how it flies. I only have about three hours, maybe three and a half hours in the air in that thing. And they're, they're quickies. They're up a couple of loops and landing. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to start uh, expanding the envelope a bit. Let's get it higher and see if everything's working like it's supposed to. Well, spring's coming and it's getting warmer. And uh, there's going to be more and more. Yeah, you need warm and a cozy. There's not yeah. a lot of heat. <laughs> and I haven't gotten to the how much is leaking in there. I'm basically outdoors while I'm flying that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely a few um, cavities that come in through the through the nose, the torque tubes and the ailerons. There's a big gap there. And <clears throat> there's some um, some gaps around where the, the nose gear. I, I did out. have some time with Rizard in the uh, speed canard. Okay. How did, and, that, um, how did that tell us about that flight? Um, he yelled at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's a great teacher. I had a lot of fun doing it. It's, um, I think it more gave me an idea what a canard flies like, but it does not fly like a Cozy 4. I, I don't think at all. I think it doesn't land like a Cozy 4, but it was uh, fun. And it's a great place out there. Uh, Jet Guy's a really good bunch of guys. They really took good care of my wife and I. We got a chance to work on a uh, Veravigan, which was kind of neat. My wife's putting an engine on. It's, I think there's some pictures on his website. If there you look. is, yeah, I think, I think cool. you guys are in the blog. That it was a, a lot of fun. I'm, it's a great community. You guys are all a fantastic bunch of guys. What are some of your uh, What are some of your your um, desired flights other than Florida? Well, we talked about maybe going to Canab. Uh, and that would be kind of cool. I don't know if I'm ready for a flight that long. It's my favorite. But uh, I think with more than one airplane flying, uh, it would be kind of fun, you know, talking back and forth and, you know, like we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, that would probably not be with my wife. I definitely want to go to the Bahamas. That's that's a definite. Yeah. That's important to me to do. I think it'd be neat to do. And there's a lot to see. If this plane's as fast as I think, I'll be able to go further. I go to Indianapolis every year to go to the race with a bunch of guys, and we'll start doing it in that. What uh, what kind of engine you have you got on the back here? I have a, a, an O360. Um, 180 horse. It's got some wood prop on there that I called the guy that made it. He's like, yeah, I don't make those anymore. <laughs> but it seems to fly okay, and we're going to change. I'm looking maybe a... Um, a two-blade Cato. I think that's what I'm going to go with that. Motor strong. It's old. We're worried about maybe some rust, but I um, drained it, checked for metal in the in the oil, and I filled it back up. I'm going to do another three or four hours and dump it again and get it out for analysis. Um, if it doesn't have a lot of metal in the oil, I'm not going to worry about it. That's good. Yeah, it uh, seems like a good, strong plane. I taxied it around a little bit. The brakes are strong and the idle solid and, and uh, but you don't mean i'll fly anything right so. right <laughs> I, I went from a um ellison throttle body which failed uh, and you can't get parts to um rotec a company out in australia that took their design when the patent ended and repackaged it um you know, using cnc equipment so it looks similar uh, they they outright say they copied his design and it seems to work okay. Well, I'll 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 keep you updated on that. That'll be a good one. I know um, you know as as time moves on, some of the providers are changing, and um, it's good to send out to the friendly forum <laughs> vendor vendor updates. People people benefit from uh, from knowing you know knowing who's providing good equipment still and so forth. Any issues with the uh, supply chain? problems that we've been seeing in not this? not really i i ordered the garment equipment i had it in a week i had everything but this was uh a year a year ago november i think mm -hmm. um wiring uh parts jack was pretty good with delivery i got lucky he had stuff for me i put his throttle quadrant in um it's it's working <laughs> i might up i might change that a little bit to something else um, your cozy is based in in Allenstown. Right? It's in the, it's at the Allentown International Airport. Okay, what's the identifier there? ABE KAB KABE. It's going to eventually be moved to X-ray Lima Lima, about four miles to the uh, the north. Yeah, they know who you are too. The tower 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 knows me. The, the a lot of the pilots know me yeah. and avoid me as much as possible. <laughs> um, it's a, it's a pretty good flying community. It's not as busy as uh, Florida. Florida is amazing to be down. There's so many aircraft down there flying. Yeah. Um, Crowded airspace up here, though. A lot of going, a lot of things going on in the summer. Yes. Yeah. I did some instrument work in this area, and um, I remember we had sailplanes in the air, and helicopter trainees, and jets, and corporate, and a lot of stuff going on. So definitely a good area if you want to you want to practice your IFR. So. And you're pretty accomplished. You've got a couple of thousand hours. And, uh, I do. I do a lot of IFR. I probably, out of the couple of thousand, I probably have a few hundred hours in the clouds, maybe more. Um, those trips to Florida, always you're always IFR. Yeah. And pretty much somewhere along the line, you're going to have a couple of hours of IFR. Um, I do a lot of Bravo space. I'm really comfortable with it. Even those guys, because I fly to New York so often, know me. I'm usually early in the morning. They know my call sign. They know me. 
haven't flown the cozy across. That's going to be interesting when that starts flying across. <laughs> Looking forward to it, actually. Yeah, you'll get uh, you'll get some questions. I always get, what is that? What type is? How that? are you doing 185 knots? Yeah. You're a single prop that? airplane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, very good. I um, you know, I've enjoyed uh, I've enjoyed some of our trips together. I know we went and looked at a couple of couple of aircraft, at least at least one aircraft before. Um, Tom Brushaver's, uh, the purchase for Tom Brushaver. Um, other than the Cozy, were there, what are, what are some of the other aircraft you've, you've encountered in your flying aviation career? Uh, well, I had a Zenith, uh, the Arrow I've had, I've flown a bunch of Cessnas, um, even got a chance to fly an old, uh, a Jensen, I think. Oh, okay. Like really old, like a friend of mine built it. He does, uh, there's a, I think the name of the airport now. Uh, it's a golden age museum there, and they they restore and fly antique aircraft. Okay, got a bunch of them, and I've I've had the opportunity to fly a couple of them. Always exciting. There's a reason they're antiques. Yes, <laughs> I got yelled at a lot because level flight, the plane is not level. It actually points a little bit up. Mm. And he'd be like, "We're gonna crash if you don't pull the nose up." <laughs> so interesting to fly. I didn't land them. He says you can't land these; they're too valuable. <laughs> <laughs> kind of neat grass strip. So we don't we don't bring cozies there. No cozies alike. Cozies and grass strips are not not okay. that friendly together. No, I'm sure a few people have done it, but I wouldn't. <clears throat> did you? Um, so how did you? How did you find the cozy on, on the forums? Is, or you found the forums, you found the cozy, but what led you to the cozy? Was it just a cool looking airplane or did somebody tell you about it? It was a cool looking airplane. Um, I read about it on Spruce. Um, it's a 200 mile an hour airplane, which I would, I would have loved to have. Um, I was interested in possibly building a plane, which after this experience, um, hats off to you guys that built those things and flew them because I would not have the time nor the energy to do it. Even just restoring it is a ton of work. I'd like to just hand it to someone and go, look, make this perfect and I'll be back later. <laughs> um, it was fun doing what I did, but uh, you guys that spend years and years building, it's that's amazing. I, I, I salute you guys. It's certainly, um, certainly a, a, an effort that requires a fair amount of um, commitment and passion to want uh, to want to want to follow through with one of these things. Okay. The, so. fir the first airplane we looked at um, was a well-made airplane. It was made by a guy that won awards. And it was, I'd say, you know, normally say 90% done and 90% to go. This was like 40% done and 175% to go. <laughs> so we get to the airplane and he goes, Izzy goes, look, this is a fine airplane. But do you want to ever fly it or do you want to build it? That's your choice. And uh, we talked about it, and I said, look, I really want to fly, like, within a year, I want to be flying an airplane. He goes, this is not for you. We, and we walked away. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good, good airframe, well-built, but knowing your circumstances and being here in the Northeast, heating, heating your space, heating your workspace is an expensive proposition. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. How much did you spend on your garage? <laughs> By the time I got done, because I, I replaced the whole heating system, it was about $8,000 to heat my garage. Wow. And that doesn't even count the, the what it cost, cost to run actually it. run it. Yeah. But I, I can get my garage to in a 20-degree day to 85 degrees. Well, there you go. You so got a Mojave layup in the summer. Perfect. <laughs> oh, perfect. Uh, you should build one now. You got the right space for it. Well, 
Maybe. If I have a flying airplane, I can maybe build one. Get that uh, very Vigan that uh, I picked up for RAF. And uh, we'll, bring that, uh, we'll bring that over, Ethan. We'll that sounds that. not like fun at all. Not like fun at all. No. Not like working on a Jaguar, right? No. <laughs> no. All right, Mr. Winnick, I appreciate your time today and joining us on uh, CanardCast. We'll, um, we'll see you in the skies, and uh, hopefully uh, later this September we'll, uh, we'll do that flight to Canab. Cool. And uh, you can meet everybody in uh, face-to-face. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. All right. We'll see you next time. Take care. Thanks, everybody, for joining CanardCast. You've been listening to CanardCast, a production of the Canard Owners and Builders Association. I'm Mike Beasley, the editor of Canard Aviation Magazine, which is the quarterly publication of the association. In addition to the magazine and CanardCasts, the Canard Owners and Builders Association provides an online repository for photos, articles, news, forum conversations, as well as a searchable member list to connect with other Canard enthusiasts. It is a valuable resource for anyone building and or flying these awesome aircraft. I invite you to join us by visiting www.canardowners.com and clicking on the membership sign-up link at the top of the page. As a member, you will have access to a wide variety of canard resources essential to building, flying, and owning canard aircraft. Additionally, you can find other canard casts on the Canard Owners website as well as at anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Finally, if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider donating toward or sponsoring future CanardCasts. You can find a donation link at the anchor.fm website. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, fly safe and we'll see you on the flight line.